All right, so welcome back to the Kaizen Method podcast, everyone, with myself, David, and Walid, where we like to actually discuss topics of fitness, mindset, and finance, and how it can actually improve your life and improve the life of others as well. And today, I think we've got a very interesting topic of conversation that we're going to um, chat about today, and fitness-related, and I think it's something which a lot of people starting out their fitness journey might struggle with. And obviously with Walid and his background in PT for the past 10 years or so, it's actually really good to get his insights on this. And it's actually good to get his perspective relating to what I've gone through as well and the, what could have done, I could have done better myself. So what we want to talk about today is what is better for somebody who's just starting out with their fitness journey? Is it better to actually start by shredding or start by bulking? So what is better and what should, or what, actually is involved in someone who might be starting out right so i think there'll be two different scenarios depending on the person right so if someone's starting out and let's say it's the skinny kid on the block that i've been through that you know when i started my my fitness journey i wasn't necessarily someone that was sort of gaining a lot of weight i was someone that was really skinny okay so for someone like that that's going to bulk um that's that's definitely the first choice right so to, to be able to bulk i would say first things first is is figure out how much food you're eating and then you need to be on a calorie surplus, okay? Yeah. And this is at least 10% to 30% um, above your daily maintenance, okay? So if your daily maintenance is, let's say, 2,000, then you need to be at least 10 to 30% above on your, on your calorie surplus. Yeah. So how would you work out what someone's daily maintenance is? Because I've, I've seen some numbers online or some calculations online, so do you know... A quick, a quick reference method to do it. Yeah, so um, you literally times your your so so your so your let's say your body. For example, myself. Yeah. I'm at the moment 85 kgs. My I times that my calorie weight by three, and that gives me my maintenance calories. Yeah. So that's a kilo for kilograms. Kilograms. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't worked it out in other forms, but kilograms I've always I've always just yeah. used that. Right. Because in the outside of America, we use the yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. I've, I've, I've never actually um, worked it out that way. Yeah. Cool. But as as for protein as well, so protein always is so from one to one point two. Yeah. Times your body weight. Yeah. Okay, and that's sometimes you can go to up to one point five, but you don't need to when you're starting out. As you increase your strength training, increase you know the the more damage you do to your muscles, etc., and you need more recovery, you can increase your protein intake yeah. over time, yeah. and that's that's extremely important. And and going back to like what kind of training you should be doing when you're bulking, I would strictly strict to um, stick to um, strength training. Strength training, yeah. Right. So you don't you don't want to be doing too much cardio or anything like that. I would, I would just keep moving, keep moving your body, yeah. do your steps, do do some light cardio on a treadmill, etc., or stepper, whatever you need, a couple, yeah. couple of mornings to stay lean. But I would recommend not to dirty bulk because that might actually, when I say dirty bulk, it's like it's like some people say, oh, I'll just eat whatever I want and, and, and I'll eat as often as I want. You can do it that way, but that's where some people might start having difficulty with like skin problems, etc., because the body is struggling to process whatever you're having yeah yeah because i know when i first started that that was literally what my trainer said like literally eat anything anything you want like literally yeah (laughs) Yeah. because i the same thing with you i started at 60 kilos like being six foot i was a rake like i was like skinny as had no legs had no definition or had definition but just no muscle mass at all so my trainer goes yep just 
go ham with eating. So yeah, so that's, I guess, okay, so that's for someone who's starting out in the, the lean kind of category for themselves. What about someone who's starting out who might be slightly larger or, I wouldn't say overweight, but let's be nice for once. Yeah, look, this is where it's extremely important to be honest with yourself, right? If you're looking in the mirror and you're not happy with your ACNs, either you're too skinny or you've gained too much weight, then your next move is to actually fix whatever the issue is. If you're at the point where your BMI is too high and you're where you might be unhealthy and you think you've gained a bit of weight, then we need to actually start getting some of that weight off before we gain muscle, etc. Yeah. But you you will gain muscle in the process. Like with with even losing weight, it does not mean that you leave strength training, you go into cardio training, you're still doing strength training. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll always refer back to strength training because you're getting stronger getting better you're getting muscle and you're gonna lose fat yeah so even in the process of actually recovering you're gonna burn that body fat yeah right but you need to be in a calorie deficit now so okay now we're not we're no longer going to surplus you're going deficit but we're not gonna starve a body like we were just watching a video i think about 10 minutes ago and the guy was saying for three days a week he eats 500 calories a day yeah that's not okay okay so so now now we're doing things that we're not going to enjoy anymore I know these people, for example, that, that certain person that, that's got himself to that certain point, he's there because he's eating too much. Yeah. And if, for me to take all of that away from him and be like, eat 500 calories a day, he's not going to sustain that over time. Yeah. So I would say um, get in your calorie maintenance number. So for example, if your calorie maintenance number is, is 2,000, then we're going to take at least 200 calories off that. Okay. So now we're about two, 20% below your calorie deficit. Yeah. Now, you don't want to get that number in too low. We are going to increase strength training, um, a little bit of cardio into your program, so then we can increase the output yeah. that you have in your program. But with that as well, with strength training on its own, like that burns a lot of calories. Like, and so I know sometimes, like one, one of my mates I used to train with a couple of years back now, he used to um, say, "Don't even worry about cardio, or don't make it don't make it a huge no. part of your, your yeah. program, yeah. because with correct strength training, you're going to be burning a shit ton of calories anyway. So, yeah. obviously, if you want to kind of get there faster, then yeah, start doing cardio. Yeah. But yeah, I think people underestimate the value of actually just keep keep moving. Yeah, like just simple things to keep moving, like do shit around the house. Keep stop sitting down for hours, hours on end." I'm saying, okay, if it's your job to sit down, that's fine. But what are you doing afterwards? Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to know what you're doing in the weekend. I want to know what your connectivities you're doing. Just get moving and that helps so much, right? Mm. So like even like when I when I increase sometimes people's cardio intake in their program, let's say to 20 minutes every second day or 40 minutes every second day, depending on your program, that actually increases your metabolism. Yeah. Right? It increases the way your body burns food, its fuel, etc. And um, it's extremely important to just not devalue the importance of just doing small movements, like just getting up, going for a walk, um, doing that stuff around the house. And those activities over a long time period will help you because you're no longer sitting down in front of the TV hours on end. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. And I thought one thing, back, going back to like that diet, and like say that the guy who said 500 calories a day for three days. Yeah. I think for most people, Especially if they're starting out, that is not sustainable. No. Like they, they, they can't. They can't sustain that level of diet or that level of discipline to do that. Which yeah. means they won't get the results, and they'll be discouraged again moving forward mm. from actually trying anything like that. Because mm. if they're not going to get results, why are they going to do it? Mm. And then 
Well, if they, could, they can't keep up with it or maintain that, mm. they're not going to keep doing it. So No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I agree. Like, like the best, I get, the, I get asked this all the time. Yeah. I always get this question. Bro, what do you think the best program is for me? I always say the best program for you is going to be one that's going to sustain long time. Yeah. Right? Sustain over a long time and period so you can actually achieve that long-term goal. If I give someone, an, a beginner, an extreme program or my program, they're going to do it for five days and be like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. Because like the intensity, the, 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 the way I'm struck with my food sometimes, etc., cetera, is, is like I've built adherence to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm at the point where I actually enjoy that adherence. I enjoy that difficulty. But another person just needs to actually learn why they're doing it, start seeing some results, etc. And then you increase the difficulty of the program, increase the adherence to the diet even to, to become even better and better as they go over time. Yeah. There's definitely a certain level of discipline to training because mm. you have to show up. It's not like a quick do couple weeks worth of training and then you get the final result you want it's, yeah you have to stick to it with a long over a long enough period of time be consistent with it and disciplined with what you actually train that's right so that you can actually get the results you want yeah um so yeah so like i was saying unless someone's really really disciplined with themselves they already have that yeah i don't see them kind of sticking to a harsh program if they just jump straight into it and yes, they, yes. they will be defeated before they even start yeah yeah and even like when we train together sometimes like yeah. we just like right into it yeah. no holds barred go ahead yeah. but we've been training for a significant period of time prior that's right um, that we know how to train and how to actually push our bodies and where we can push harder or where we have to kind of pull back a little bit and that's right no I agree like um, I think you, you, when you, if you if you do start out this journey of fitness or you want to you want to achieve something that's sustainable long term and something that that even look in the mirror fucking naked and be happy with what you see, right? Yeah. So it's just the small things like that. But what I'm trying to say is you're going to fail at some stage of your program. At some stage, you're going to fuck up in the weekend. You're going to do something wrong. The most important thing that you can do is how fast you recover from that. Yeah. Is it take you weeks to get back into the program? Does it take you 24 hours? Do you just miss one meal and be like, oh shit, I'm not missing the next one? You're, the faster you get back into your program and back into the path that you're supposed to be doing, the faster you're just going to get better and better at it. Yeah. And and over time, like it's going to be to the point where, you know, like it doesn't affect you. To, you see other people do things you shouldn't be doing, and you're not even sort of phased because yeah. the the results are too important to you. Yeah, it, it builds resilience within yourself, and like I said, that consistency, and the more consistent you are with it, the more mm. resilience you build mm. with that itself, and. Because obviously with our program, it's like fitness, mindset, finance. One part of the program we're going to be doing is mindset-based. And building that resilience actually is a key component of mm. growth over the long term. Because the fight, like I said, the faster you can actually bounce back from a temporary setback, yes. the faster you can actually get keep moving towards your end goal over time. And like whether it be finance, fitness business, whatever, relationships as well, whatever it could might be, the faster you get back on the that path to achieving a goal, the faster you will actually get towards achieving a goal. And that's what's important as well. Like I think people actually need to understand that. Like, yeah, they might have messed up mm. one or two days or a weekend or whatever. But it doesn't mean that just because you messed up one day or two days that it's blown everything out completely. Right, it just means yeah. you have to kind of go, okay, I messed up those two days, acknowledge it. That's right get back into the rhythm of moving mm. forward with what you're trying to achieve. 
Yeah, and and that's that that itself comes back to who you hang, who you surround yourself with as well, right? Like if you uh, if you haven't achieved your goal to this day, it's because the people around you are not pushing you. They're not doing what you was what you want to do. You might have to isolate yourself a little bit some days of the week mm. to actually just do what you're supposed to be doing, and that's okay. You know, we've talked about this before. We talked about being selfish within yourself to achieve your goals, and those are all things that. You know, you want to take into accountability, like just be responsible for your goals. Yeah. Like the, like it's so important for, if, if I'm just happy, if I'm happy with my results and I'm happy with everything else, everyone around me is going to get treated better. Yeah. Is that they're going to be more pleasant to be around me. You know, you know what I mean? Like they're going to enjoy my, my, my energy because I'm going to be, you know, moving forward. I'm going to help them. I'm going to teach them. I'm going to inspire them. But if you're not and you're not moving forward with your life, like, you're not going to be very pleasant to be around. You're not going to be very, you know, um, how can I say, uh, inspirational to others that's around yeah, you. And yeah. I think we owe it to everyone to be that way. 100%. I think, from my perspective, it's great to be inspirational to the people around you because mm. then you will lift them up and then as they get better, mm. it'll motivate you as well to get better as well. That's and right. like, I caught up with one of my best mates the other day, um, Milan, and... Shout out to Milan. You're probably going to be watching this soon. I'm your name. <laughs> um, and he was saying, like, he's he's very proud of what we're doing, like um, the path we've taken and how much effort and time we're putting into all this. And he's like, I need to get myself into gear for what I want to achieve for myself. That's right. Because he's like, well, someone get left behind, and like, because he's obviously my best mate. He's like. I don't want to get. I don't want to lose my mate because of that. Because obviously, sometimes you do outgrow the people around you. Yes. And unfortunately, it does happen. And he was like, "Nah, got to get back into this. Got to. I want to maintain this relationship. I want to maintain. I don't want. I don't want to grow myself. Mm. And so, if you can actually inspire people on your own journey, mm. that's a beautiful thing. That's a huge thing. And yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, you, you'll attract more like-minded people to you as well. That's and right. I think some people will get scared. Like I think we spoke about this last week. That when they start going down this path of growth, that they get scared that they might lose the people around them because they outgrow them. But at the same time, you will either inspire people to level up to your to where you are, or you'll attract new people to you mm. who are on the same level or higher mm. and who see your value and want to pull you up to their level as well. So yeah, don't be scared of losing people. But yeah, so Going back to our overarching topic of what we're talking about today. So if you're skinny, you want to be in a caloric surplus. So you probably shouldn't, you need to be bulking to hit your fitness goals or physique goals. Vice versa for if you're someone who's slightly larger or overweight, you need to be shredding. Um, and I think we spoke about this in one of the podcasts earlier on about whole foods and diets and stuff. That's right. What would be... so? Oh, no, I can quickly ask about this one. Sugars. I think that's a very kind of controversial, slightly topic in relation to dieting that, say, let's take honey for instance. Like, I think there's like the, the debate between refined sugars, like yeah. say white sugar, like yeah. you add to tea and, and cakes and biscuits and stuff versus healthy natural sugars. Like, is there... Yeah, so so this, this is a touchy top, topic, right? But th- it's very interesting. So these foods like that are... are quite high in calories mm. okay so for example so let's say you have you, you decide to i don't know um have a pancake meal for example yeah let's say let's say you made like protein pancakes here 
And your topping on top was, let's say, I'm not actually sure with the numbers, but let's say put 80 grams of honey on top. Yeah. That honey that you put on top, if you're in a calorie surplus, it's great for you. But if you're in a calorie deficit, it's taking up too much of your calories. Yeah. Okay, so don't use sugars that are not dense on keeping you full, fuller for longer. But when you are in a surplus, it's fine. But yeah. when you're calorie deficit, you need to be very careful what you're consuming. So if you're consuming um, foods with high sugars, they, they're naturally going to be high in calorie. Yeah. Okay? So you might go have a meal and it's 700 calories on that one meal. Say you only have 1,000 left. You know what I mean? So as, if, as if, if you had a meal that was 400 calories, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying eat chicken and rice. But just some similar point, you need to measure your food and realize how much calories it has in it. Yeah. And if it's not, if it's not going to keep you fuller for longer, don't have it and replace it with something else. Yeah. I definitely find like with, um, with dieting and how like I've been dieting, say the past three years, that's when I've really, like I said, noticed my, my major shifting mm. shifts. When I went to like a calorie dense diet, not calorie dense, like a more like whole food dense calorie mm. dense diet, I struggle to eat. Like I struggle mm. to like, it, it, you get full yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah. Like I know, you know how easy it is like smash down like half a pack of um, Tim Tams or Oreos or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And obviously that goes, that just blows your calories way out of proportion. It does. But when you have like those whole foods, like chicken, rice, broccoli, veggies, whatever, actual proper foods, mm. you, I, I felt a lot fuller, a lot faster and I wasn't mm. as hungry afterwards. Mm. I felt satiate, satiated. Mm. I said that right. That's why it's very important when you're calorie deficit, your calories are going to be lower than usual because you're going to be losing fat. So your your need to be very careful what you consume too early in the day. Mm. You know what I mean? You need to have think about your 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 calorie deficit as, as a bank account. Yeah. And let's say you have a thousand dollars to spend that day. Don't spend eight hundred dollars in the morning because you don't know what your activity is going to be in the afternoon. Yeah. So break it up throughout the day so then you know you've got you know calories to spend all day long until yeah. until late in the afternoon. And then if you have some left, then treat yourself with whatever is left. Yeah. That's actually a really good way of uh, thinking about it. Like, I know, I've never actually thought about it like that. Yeah. Because obviously, I think with myself, I'm always in a caloric surplus. I'm always trying to yeah. gain muscle and yeah. size and things. But going back, going back the other way, trying to mm. lose the weight, mm. I never actually thought about how I should actually kind of plan my, mm. my diet. Like for me, it's like, okay, get normally, so get as many calories in, in the morning, and then I can just kind of mm. coast throughout the day. Like, so I have my my, uh, my smoothie in the morning, which is high in calories and just gets me through and it's perfect. Yeah. But yeah, going back the other way from if you're trying to lose that weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, a very, very interesting way of thinking about it. Like, yeah, because like, if you spend your calories too early in the day, then you're going to eat in the afternoon because you're going to be hungry and then you all of a sudden you're in a surplus. I mean, here's an example I used to give to my clients here. Yeah? Think about a phone yeah. that's, that's charged you 100%. Now, if you want to spend some of that some of that battery and you need that battery to flatten out to 60%, what are you going to do? You're going to make sure it's not plugged, meaning it's not in a calorie surplus. Yeah. So um, by unplugging the phone, now you're starting to spend the battery life on it, which yeah. has been in a calorie deficit. And as you go down, what are you going to do? You're going to try, try and use apps that's going to actually use a lot of battery. Yeah. Let's say YouTube. That equals out to strength training. Yeah. Okay. So when you add activity on that phone, it spends the battery faster. Yeah. And that goes down to, you know, being in a surplus. If you want to be moving, doing strength training and making sure you don't consume your calories too early in the day. And so you have some left over for the afternoon. Yeah. 
Cool. I'm not sure if we should leave this for another uh, podcast, but we'll quickly touch on it now. What are the differences between training styles? Like obviously you've got strength training, you've got um, power training, etc. Um, so how, how do you define strength training? I find strength training fantastic for... How, how do you define it? Like, so what do you define as strength training? Okay, so uh, strength training is, for example, training different body parts with weights yep. and putting putting literally pressure or or making sure that you do... Um, okay, let me rephrase that. So strength training is, for example, what we do every single day. Yeah. So when you go to a gym, you choose to train actually legs, but you use weights. Okay, you use um, different machines, etc. But it's not like, um, for example, CrossFit, etc. It's, it's a little bit different. So you want to use sets, reps, okay? And then when you have sets and reps, you use different weights to actually increase your, your strength, and you choose different body parts for different days. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. Okay, yeah. Because I think for a lot of people who are just starting out, they yeah. hear train, they, they think go to the gym, gym, just push weights, which is fine. Yeah. Then they hear like the power, train, training for power, training mm. for um, uh, strength and all that. And I think mm. they might get a bit confused. I know I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, what is the difference or what should I be doing? So, yeah. as you said, if you're just starting out at the gym. Yeah. No matter if you're trying to lose weight or actually gain muscle, like bulk or shred, strength training is a major component about it. So just actually add, adding weight training to yeah. your routine to actually mm. get there. Um, no, awesome. Yeah. So I think I think that's uh, I think we covered quite a fair bit there um, in both in all areas really. Fitness <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fitness mindset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's great to actually find like even understand that. For someone who's actually starting out, like depending on where they are, yeah. they should train according to to that as well. Like they well, can't just yeah. go into a bulk, but just because mm. they're trying to gain mass, might, might, they might have like the wrong kind of mass. Yeah. So if they're obviously a bit the, softer the, with fat, yeah. if, they've got more, if they've got a higher body fat percentage, mm. they still want to do um, strength training to actually increase mm. the muscle, like lean muscle mass. Mm. So it just means that they've got to make sure they eat the right. Yeah, right, right. Things in the hundred percent, and and I think another component of actually um, strength training that's great is, um, let's say you're overweight and you're trying to lose, you're trying to lose fat to lean out a bit more. If you don't add strength training, weight training to your program, when you lose the fat that you want to lose through cardio, you get that look of like that soft look of like fat skinny. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're actually add, incorporating strength training like weight training into your program while you dropping off while you dropping off that fat, you're gonna look a lot better, a lot leaner. When you lean out, you want to show the muscles that you've actually yeah. Like, so yeah, you grow. want to actually grow that muscle. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you want to grow that muscle. It's very, it's very important, and like um, you, you'll feel a lot better about it because you feel a lot stronger, a lot yeah. more confident. Like you'll get better and better at weight training. Don't don't sort of go to the gym and look at other people and think get get worried or scared oh I, I'm not where he is well look how much he's, he's he's lifting I don't want to go lift now because I feel like shit by myself forget all of that like do whatever you gotta do for yourself and that's it yeah like I said yeah. the other week you gotta be selfish for what you want to achieve at the gym yeah. like and if you okay, for some people it might be intimidating seeing like like all those jacked guys at the mm. gym walking around and mm. with all their egos and things but yeah. At the same time, it can be quite inspirational seeing yeah, yeah, what the yeah. human body is actually capable of reaching and means that I can actually achieve that for myself as well over yeah, time. Yeah, 100%. Get, get inspired by other people's um, achievements and stuff. I mean, even to this day, like I get, I, I sh- we share a lot of our training and stuff and our stories and stuff when we're at the gym, um, etc. 
But like a lot of people do message me and they're like, oh my God, it's so good to see that. Oh, you're so good, man. You're always hustling. Oh, yeah, that inspires me. But then there's a few people that I actually know, you know what I mean? And they'll be like, oh, do you think you should be posting that much? You know, like, you know, just keep yes. that to yourself. Just hustle background. I'm like, no, that's not what we're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? We want to inspire men to move forward. We want to inspire men to train. And even if it's that 1% of men that we know and they get inspired and they change their life through it, then it was absolutely worth it. 100%. Yeah. 100%, yeah. But I'm also, I think, yeah, I think we covered everything there which we wanted to chat about. So we'll wrap it up there. So launch of the platform is actually coming soon. So this will this podcast will be released in a few weeks' time. So we don't actually have a release date just yet. So, but keep up to date with our socials on Instagram. That's where we kind of post all the latest information about what we're actually doing. Um, so that's Kaizen Method Co. At, on Instagram. So be sure to follow us there and keep up with our latest podcast on Spotify. It will be added to Apple soon as well. And it's also on YouTube. So follow us there, the Kaizen Method Podcast. Um, anything else you wanted to add? That's it, man. Yeah. So I'm very happy. Yeah, we'll catch you guys again on the next episode of our podcast. But like I said, be sure to follow us on Instagram because that's where we keep up to date with all our latest posts and all our latest releases information. And yeah, we'll catch you guys again next week. Thank you. Cheers.